Cortex episode 32. Uh, yeah. So, what's up, man? We're day early, but uh, that's because life's busy as fuck. Yep, we gotta do it when we gotta do it. You know, it's just gonna happen. Yeah, this is a nice bottle of spiced rum. I'll it actually say. is. This is a, a member's mark bottle of spiced rum. It says Mumper's Mark Spiced whoa, whoa, Rum. Wait. How much have you had so far? He just, <laughs> <you> just went... <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Never ask a lady how much she's had. No, I haven't had any, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Caribbean rum made with spice and other natural flavors and caramel color. Let's do, do it. Do you do caramel or caramel? I do caramel. Caramel. Yeah, but I mean, I don't... I Sometimes I'll this say... Silent A. Sometimes I'll say caramel. I just felt like caramel. It, it's so long to say. It's caramel. Caramel is like one syllable. Caramel. Caramel. It's two syllables. Caramel. What? Caramel. It's three syllables. I, I just, I guess I shortened it. Yeah. It's like Caribbean and Caribbean. Which one Caribbean. do you say? Caribbean. You say Caribbean? Yeah, I think I do Caribbean. But you don't say Pirates of the Caribbean. Maybe I do say Caribbean. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, everyone says Pirates of the Caribbean because that's what they say in the, you know, trailer and stuff. And yeah. But you could say Pirates of the Caribbean. I guess you could say. Maybe other countries do. Caribbean, Caribbean. Yeah. Well, regardless of how it's pronounced, this rum is made with Caribbean sugar cane to reduce a sweet rum where each sip is accompanied with taste of vanilla, clove, and cinnamon spices. Your, spices. This is your uh, your um, average spice rum, uh, basically, right? Yeah, I think so. This is the... What like, is the proof? It's It's proofed, all right. At 70. A 70 proof, okay. That gives you 35% alcohol volume. In case anyone didn't know, the alcohol volume multiplied by 2 is the proof number. Yeah. I wonder why they do that. I, don't, I know that's the fact, but I never knew why. I don't do know that. how that works out either. Wait, we do know, because we read it that one time. Did remember? we? Yeah, we did. I don't remember. But, but fuck if I remember what we talked about. He just That shotgun just flew at me. Super, I try to slide it. Super speed. This is not really a no. We need a better table. sliding surface, but it worked. Yeah, it was actually a table that my old employer gave me for working from home. Mm. When I told them I didn't have a desk table. Oh yeah, I remember that. And they're like, "Well, here's a fold-up pop-up table for you." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and it's the smallest one. I didn't even know they made them. This oh, size. the pandemic. I love the pandemic. Did you like the beginning of it? I, I was excited for it. Did you? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think about it now, and it was like, uh, it was it felt like we were on summer vacation. You know that feeling when you like summer vacation starts, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do so much. Look, and- so in the old job, they they sent us home, and they like shut down our segment of work, right? Yeah. So, 
there was a point where they were like having us do like phone calls and stuff. Yeah. And I had like an anxiety attack on that because like I left the other departments yeah. to not be on the phone. Yeah, so they weird. they took me off the phones and they gave me like busy work. Yeah. And so that busy work was like so simplistic and easy that like I got it done so quickly that they, they said, okay, we'll just read up on procedures. Mm. And I was like, okay. I took that as let me put my mouse on a clock. And so my mouse jiggled. Yeah, the mouse jiggling. So apps the mouse and jiggled. That people use. Yeah. And then my mouse jiggled, and I would just play Call of Duty Mobile. Like all day. Wake up, I'd roll over to the computer, I'd start it up, I'd wiggle a mouse. And then eventually, when they did give me like steady work, I was like, well, let me do like at least three or four cases. Yeah. And then I would do the three or four cases like, time for a 30 minute break. And I would do more Call of Duty. Hey, so some people are still living that life, dude. Because there's still people that have never went back to the office. They've never had to go back in for whatever reason, whatever their job nice is. It was nice until they made us go back to the office and made us start doing actual work. And then I realized I didn't like that work at all. Like, it went from, like, <laughs> tolerable to intolerable in a matter of, like, months. Yeah. yeah, there was some kind of hangover for sure. It was weird. There was a lot of... Uh, um, just a lot of change in such a short amount of time that we had to like absorb, you know, like I think, I think we were talking about this before, but um, there was, there's people don't realize like we're still like nothing is ever going to be the same. Like there right. was, there was time before the pandemic before 2020 and then 2020 happened 2021. And then now we have, we have life after and, Everyone's acting like it's all the same as before, but it's not. It the world has changed. Everything is different. It's slightly, even if it's just a little bit different, it's different. Like this whole mobile app ordering of food exploded. You know, like every oh, single yeah. I restaurant. I feel like whenever we we used to go out, right? We used to yeah. go out. We used to go to like food festivals and all that bullshit. And and now it's like we don't even go out to restaurants when we like, oh, I want Chinese food. Let's order it. You order I'm it. thinking about, I want pizza. Let's order it. Yeah. You know? And I'm not talking like, she doesn't do like Papa John's, Domino's pizza. She likes like the pizza places. Well, every that, single restaurant you know, has some kind of ordering either right. on their website or through the apps. Yeah. With Grubhub and DoorDash yeah. and, and, uh, we'll see how the Uber eats. Yeah. All them things. Makes it easier, but it's also... So easy. You know which one I forgot about? Like, the original. Postmates. Postmates. They're still around, right? Yeah, I guess so, but I've never used them anymore. Yeah. I don't hear about them. I don't see them on the the pictures There was kind of, like, more advertising than now there's... It's kind of died down, but it seems like Uber Eats and, like... Uber Eats and... DoorDash, I DoorDash. think, are the top ones right now. But Postmates, I want to feel like it was like one of the original ones, like the OGs, right? Yeah, it was. It was Grubhub did it Grubhub. first, but but see, yeah. back in the day, like when I lived in San Francisco, we did, we did Grubhub. Like I saw the advertisements for Grubhub on like the buses and shit, and so I started looking it up, and they did it differently. You didn't, from my understanding of it at the time, there wasn't Grubhub employees who delivered your food. A restaurant signed up on the Grubhub website. 
to deliver to pro and Grubhub would help them process the order. So it was a restaurant that already did delivery and they were just using Grubhub as a way to reach people. Which is a very simplified yeah, model. It was really easy. And so yeah. Grubhub probably was like really good at making that money because they're like, Well, we'll charge you a small service fee. Yeah. And you put your menu on our website, you decide your hours of when you want to activate our service and we get the orders for you. And we're reaching X amount of customers. So right. you're gonna you set be... your radius, all that bullshit. I'm sure yeah. it was like easy money for them well i'm saying you by you using our service you reach this amount of customers Mm -hmm. that are are using our app right now so it appealed to them because people could find them now right exactly and that's what i did i would start searching like sushi and places and stuff like that and then i i would i would just be ordering fucking mass amounts of sushi in the middle of the night you'd be grub hubbing sushi oh yeah man i was an og (laughs) grub hubber it's such a funny thing, though. We'd, we'd do that because, like, Hub. in the dorm, if we wanted to go out, we'd go to the, like the the cafes for the school and shit. Yeah. But we'd also go to Subway a lot, so that was like primarily it. Was there late night spots for sushi that stayed open late? There were places that would like Grubhub up to like about two a.m. or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. I mean, that's the benefits of living like smack down in the middle of the city. Yeah, being San Francisco with you all do the. That good sushi mm-hmm. around there i remember like walking home like drunk smelling like cigarettes coming from like concerts and shit and it's always uphill yeah and then it doesn't matter which way you go you're going back coming from you know the leaving to you're always walking somehow you're always uphill going <laughs> you're never going down you're, you're always... never going downhill and then when you're finally at the top of the hill you're like finally a downhill and then you get to the bottom of the downhill which is so short compared to how much you walked uphill yeah. and you're just like in another uphill and it's like oh. did you ever see people riding a bike uphill dude people who ride the bike naked all the time <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah no no for real though because like san francisco thing? is one of those cities that's a very nude city. liberal yeah so you can walk around nude as long as you don't thing. play with your genitals as long as you act normal yeah just don't make normal. it a sexual thing. Right. Don't be jacking off in front of everybody. And there's like, I don't know where these guys meet up or some like forum or something, but there would be people who on bikes and they would like bicycle nude in like mass amounts and they would yeah. take over the streets and shit. I feel like that's dangerous, man. I, feel I like... remember this one time this guy, he had a bunch of fucking beers with him and he just threw a Bud Light at me and my friend. Naked? Yeah. He was naked and he's throwing beers at people. While riding a bicycle. Jeez. I know. What a fucking time to be alive. It was great back then. I know, but like the seat and everything, like That's what I kept saying. I was like, ew. Yeah, no, I don't I'm not down with I'm that. I'm not down with that either. Yeah. Seems like, like I wouldn't do it, but if you're gonna throw me a beer, I will catch it. Oh, so it wasn't aggressive. He was actually like He was like, Yeah, I have a beer. He wasn't just oh, like okay. Let me belt you with a can of Bud Light. Blue to the skull. No. No. That's what, yeah. That's what I pictured. <laughs> I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was sniping people. No, I mean, with these I, I, cans. I, I, the people who did it, they weren't doing anything like aggressive. out of like aggressive. Okay. You know, they were like, "Let's go ride our bikes in the nude." So wait, when you're seeing people walk around, are they walking in groups or is it just random people by themselves? A little bit of both. It's got to be like ninety percent dudes, right, walking around naked. No. There would well, be, come on. I mean, I guess there's a, a majority chicks. of men, yeah. but. Yeah, this is a dude There thing. definitely were chicks. What's so that? I would was say that? it was 90% men. Maybe we take it down to like 60 or 70%. Really? Yeah. 
You think maybe sixty? There was a lot of chicks. Especially depending what 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 part of San Francisco you were in. These are hippie chicks, obviously, right? They got dreads the majority, and stuff. Yeah. They got some kind of thing going on, mm-hmm. right? It just depended what you were doing too. Was it a treat? You're like, oh, look, it's a chick walking by. I don't know. Sometimes, or you just got used to it. You're you just, just get like, used to it. Whatever. You, you yeah. don't. You don't tend to like notice people. And, I mean, back then, like iPods were really big. You know, you had yeah. your music collection. You just kind of like mind your own business. Dude, have you seen the videos of, of like San Francisco and like Oakland and like people just smashing windows, no, and stealing stuff? Yeah, they just apparently in San Francisco they're just smashing windows and stealing, and the cops don't come. It's it's not even a thing. They you can't call them. They won't come, so they're just allowed to do this. So like, this guy walked down the street and showed every single car down the street with a smashed window. Well, I know that the the in San Francisco that Bay Area um, smashed car windows is a, is a very big thing. Yeah, like, but it got I guess apparently worse over the pandemic because of the whole. Oh no, I believe it. California thing of like unless you steal over nine hundred dollars of items, they don't even you can't even call them. Like, so. yeah, the smash and grabs like it's really bad. Like people would just leave their their cars open to like at least. So people could see, like, bro, I ain't got nothing to yeah. steal in here. Yeah, that's Don't what they're doing. break my window. They're doing that. They have the doors open. And then they're even putting signs, like, there's nothing in the car. That you have you take. seen... Don't um, break my window, please. Mark Rober. Who's that? He's a YouTuber. He's, like, a ex-NASA engineer. And uh, he does a lot of... He does, like, one YouTube video a month. Maybe more now. But yeah. he, uh, he would do, like, some crazy-ass shit. Like, he does, like, the world's biggest, you know, elephant toothpaste thing. And uh, he he would, uh, he, he was upset that, like, somebody stole fucking packages off his porch and stuff. So he decided to, like, oh, make elephant. a fake par- package with, a, with like, about. a glitter bomb inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he actually decided to try to glitter bomb uh, some of these smash and grab people. Yeah. And he learned a couple of different things about like their techniques and what they do and who they are and, and trace them around. Um, so a pretty interesting video. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but I can look it up and then you can look it up on your own time or some shit. Um, but the YouTuber is Mark Rover and uh, let's see. The smash and grab video is called. Car Thieves versus the final Glitter Bomb 5.0. Yeah, what would you do if your car just constantly was getting their window broken? Like, the driver side broken. Boom. I don't know. You know, the thing is, like, I also did not drive in San Francisco. I had a car at the time, but I left it home because there's the public transportation system is just, like, on point. Yeah, yeah. You so there was really. to. Yeah, and, like, if you're trying to, like, park your car, like, the dorms didn't offer parking. So you're going to have to find street parking. You can't park in the street. There's there's a lot of different rules and stuff. Or you're trying to find, like, a garage to leave the car in. Yeah. And back in the day, too, these weren't as popular everywhere. But when I was going to school, they were pretty, like, mind-blown concept of zip cars. Like, you've heard of zip cars, I'm sure. No? No. So they're more popular now in in the major cities, but back then I think they were actually starting in San Francisco area. But the idea is that you have an app, you make a reservation for a zip car, you walk up 
to wherever the zip car is, and they're just in random parking lots across the city. And uh, it just, you unlock the car, and the keys are, like, attached there, and you just grab the keys, and you can just take uh, the car and go. So it's like a... It's like the bike ver the car version of the bikes. Of bike rentals, yes. Yeah. You take the car and then you drop it off at a zip car area, and then there you go. You rent the car, and we we did that a couple times. And then like, you leave it there for the next person that's going to use it. Right, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a smart economical like idea. Yeah, I mean, it's like I have a license. It's doesn't make any sense to have a car in the city, but I need to get a car, and renting a car is expensive. And I just I mean, need to go here, and that's it. And nowadays, yeah. it's they've got you know Airbnb of cars and stuff like Toro and, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But a uh, Zipcar was like, I think they were the only person doing that type of concept. Are they still at around? The time. Are they still doing I, I believe they are still around. Hmm. But I think you see them more in bigger, big cities, more um, condensed cities, yeah. like probably in like New York or, or like I said, San Francisco and and other. Similar cities. Yeah. I was just thinking about the, the windows thing. Like, I I try to get, like, some, like, bulletproof windows or something. Like, next time they come, they're just hacking away at my window and they can't break it. Yeah. That'd you know, funny. They, they showed in that video, too, is, like, they have, like, special gloves and stuff. So, that they don't just, they just fucking tap the windows. They don't even, like, have to hit it. Yeah. Much. Well, have you ever seen those, um those uh glass breaking tools Mm -hmm. like in case you're like stuck in your car or something right and it's basically like a little point um it's like the smallest point and you just you just touch the glass and it just and i mean you don't even have to slap it really but um i mean if it's bulletproof it shouldn't break right even with those tools so you would you would hope but also what happens if you do end up in that situation where it's like, fuck, I need to get out of this car and I need to break a window, but my window is bulletproof. Yeah, but how many, like, how many people are actually using that tool to, like, get out of their drowning car or something? I don't know. Enough people who drive by lakes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever. I bet you there's, like, a guy drowning. He's like, where is it? He's, like, looking around the stupid car for a stupid tool. I think we have tool. one of those stupid tools in the car. Because it's, like, I, I've it's seen like, them. I feel like everybody does. Like, you you just end up with one of those things. Like, this can cut seatbelts and break windows. And yeah, yeah. It cuts the seatbelt. It's it, got a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, the multi-tool thing where you can. Nobody ever really needs to use it. I mean, unless you get your car flipped or something, you're trying to get out or something. True. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Somebody might help you anyways and kick the window in. But Not if it's bulletproof. No, they're not doing that. No. They're like, I can't break it. And you're like, I know. It's it's bulletproof. There's too many car thefts in this city. (laughs) Damn city. (laughs) Damn you. All right, I think this is uh, marinated in this air, aerated for long. Yeah, that's enough. right. People don't really do that, right? They don't aerate liquor. You know, I don't like think wine. you need to. This doesn't make it better, right? I don't know. What if you put in those decanters or whatever? I put liquor in decanters because I think it's. Doesn't fancy. it make it better? I don't fucking know. I it's thought it's a glass did. bottle. It's just. But I thought it like aerates it or something. A decanter? You know? Yeah, because you have it. You're opening it and you can leave it open guess i don't know i just i i figured it was some kind of like function but i don't know you know what i've never been like a liquor connoisseur so there probably is something like that maybe there's a special way to like drink this with like your pinky pointed at 12 noon or something i don't know 
I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, All right cheers. Spice the room. Spice room. Not bad. It's all right. Not a lot of flavor. No. I've had better Spice Drum. I feel sure. like I took a shot of 91% alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like pure alcohol. Uh, I didn't get any of this. Uh, what they say? I think I, I tasted the vanilla. Did you? Yeah. I tasted it. I just taste shit. I don't feel like I got clove. It's definitely warming my Maybe body. Maybe there was a bin, pinch of cinnamon, but it wasn't a lot. You know, you've seen like those Pepto Bismol commercials where like uh, you drink the Pepto Bismol. I hate Pepto Bismol. And it's like pink, and it shows the esophagus going down, and it lines you. That's what I feel like it's doing right now. It's going down, and it's just lining. I kind of like that feeling when the when the heat of an alcohol like the liquor just like burns its way down to your body. Really? But I don't feel like this does that for me. Oh yeah, I feel it going yeah. down. But I also been fasting today, so. Oh. I think that's why I feel it more. Oh yeah, that that show just jumped to you. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna kick in. It's soon. gonna kick in. Yeah, even sure. that beer that I drank right now. That's not even a real beer. It's Bud Light. It's got some alcohol content in it. I'm drinking the Joy Bus Wow Wheat that from seems, Four Peaks. It seems like something from like that '70s show or something. It looks like it. It looks like it. It's their take on like an orange wheat beer, um, and I like it. I'm actually grew it grew on me four peaks as a, as a brewing company out here like it's a local arizona brewery and mm. i never had anything local. of them before living out here but it's everywhere and everyone seems to be drinking it and then so when you go to places people's houses and stuff like they you offer it to peaks. you and it's usually a uh, kilt lifter mm, that they make kilt lifter yeah four i didn't peaks know that was makes i didn't know that was lifter. in arizona yeah yeah well they, i knew they had the bar restaurant or whatever right downtown they have a bar restaurant yeah i didn't know that they used to i don't know if they still do they might still do i mean i mean they're a local brewery but um but yeah so i i did get like a variety pack of their stuff where are they from tempe brewed and packaged by four peaks brewing company tempe arizona malt beverage with natural flavors contains wheat but uh, but yeah, they they've grown on me. I've enjoyed the majority of their their brews so far. Yeah. Um, not their pumpkin ones, but I've never been a big fan of pumpkin based things anyway. Yeah, pumpkin doesn't really have technically a lot of flavor. They have a double pumpkin. I don't know. Maybe next time you try that. Double pumpkin. I, think. I have it in the fridge. One pumpkin's enough. I need double. You need double to get the du- double pumpkin. Don't they gotta add like cinnamon and stuff? That's why it tastes like cinnamon a lot of times. Is because it... oh, well, that's pumpkin spice. Oh, oh okay. yeah, that's sorry, different. Sorry. That's different. Sorry, pumpkin. No, that, that's like that's like the uh, that's that's like the famous coffee, pumpkin spice everything, you know. That pumpkin bullshit. That pumpkin bullshit season. Yeah, but uh, but no. Um, I just didn't. I just don't care for that type of beer. I mean, I, chocolate beer, never been a big fan of. Peanut butter. Peanut butter, can't get behind it. I don't know. like it. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been into breweries or beers, so I don't know. I just drink. I used to drink a lot of different type of beers and be like a connoisseur of beer. 
and I would try like different things. Me and my buddy would like go to the store and we'd we'd go to weird aisles and and find the weird beers. Like there's this uh beer, it's like an English beer, I think, and I forget exactly what it's called. It was yellow and like a bee on it. But the interesting thing is it has this little aerating little ball inside of it that really makes it foam up. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. Now it's coming back to you. And the idea is that like, you know, some beers are in in that part of the the world, they enjoy a heavy head. Okay. I don't know what that means. You don't know what a head is in a beer? No. The head is the foamy part. Oh, okay. So heavy head is like a thick mouth foam. Aren't you supposed to pour that out, the foamy part? No, not necessarily. You want to drink it? You want it you want to let some of it fall off, but you want you want head in there. I thought Don't the, you like head? Not in my beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh but but that's like a thing. It's like a like for example, um the a commercial version of it is a Stella Artois. Mm. When you pour a Stella Artois in its little uh uh what is that glass called? It's like a chassis chassis goblet type Mm. looking glass okay so when you when you pour the beer in there you want to do it from a like the 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 like preferred way of pouring a Stella Artois you want to do it from a tap and you want it to run down the side of it and you want the head to come off and you want like a good like inch and a half to two inches of head and then they do what's called cutting the head and so when the foam is at the top and it's just over the glass, there's like a special little tool. Yeah. It's like a stick. And you slide it across the glass to cut the top of the head off. Yeah, And I've you seen serve that. it like that. I've and that's, that. that's how you're supposed to do it. So heads on, on beers is, is a, it's like a thing like people look at. They, they want that. Like they want to mm. drink that. And, and you, you get a different feel of drinking the beer. Like I said, I used to, I used to be a little bit more of a connoisseur of beer. You ever had a Carlsbad? No. Carlsberg? I think it's Carlsberg. This was a really good beer, and it's from... I just had a Carl's Jr. <laughs> Carlsberg. They have the fucking craziest commercials. It's Danish Pilsner. Um, and it's actually pretty decent. Uh, but it's from Denmark. That's a, a, a pretty, pretty delish beer, too. Um, you just go to BevMo, man. And just be like, I've been in there a bunch. Tell of times, them what yeah. you like, and say I want to try something that I've never heard of. I just usually get what I know I want, and then just don't stray too far from that because there's everything. It's just overwhelming. I mean, there's just like too much to look at, like the wine and this, like this and that. And this, just and pick this. a section and go. Like if you want, I'll hold your hand through, and we'll, we'll get, it's we'll too get much, something man. interesting. Get overwhelmed. I'm like, I, just, I don't want to look at all this. I don't know what to get. We'll, I, I we'll need, take the journey, man. That's it's fun times. I just like to get drunk on the stuff I know. <laughs> I don't want. Well, you get the stuff you know, and then you also get something because you want that backup. If you don't like it, you'd be like, "Well, I don't want to feel like I wasted my time." Oh, I'll drink it. I'll drink whatever it is, even though I don't like it. But there was this one time we were in Denver. No, scratch that. We were in Dallas. And uh, we stopped at a restaurant, and for the life of me, I cannot remember the fucking name of this beer, but it was some, like, weird Hawaiian fruit beer. 
And I kid you not, this was one of the most delicious beers ever. And it was a sweet beer. Mm. But it wasn't like too sweet where it's like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. But it was it was good. And and I can't remember the name of it. And I went to Bevmo to try to find it. They didn't have it. It was really sad to me. The only place I ever had it was in Dallas. And uh I would love to have it again because it was it was delicious. It was just something like you don't even think you're drinking beer. You just it it tasted so good and I can't like find the words to describe exactly what it was but it was some kind of like fruity concoction it almost reminded me of like a cereal but not in a bad way mm. like a fruit loops or something you know dude have you heard about the borg the borg like from star trek there's a drink I, apparently everyone's doing now let me find the video dude the borg <laughs> yeah drink that's a that's a it's a drink here. it's a drink watch I got I got this video. Oh, man. so it is based off Star Trek. Blackout Star Rage Gallon. No, no, no. That's not it. Hold on. Let me find it. Okay, here it is. Look, listen to this. Every college kid is making this. It's called Borg. Let's make it and try it out. First step, Let's we take see. a gallon of water and dump about half. I oh. think that'll do just fine. Then we're going to fill it back up with vodka. Back when I was in college, what? we used like Fleshman's. This is gonna get me absolutely Why would you trashed. water down? But I have some extra vodka. vodka. We're gonna fill the rest up with. Hit it with your choice of liquid water enhancer. I'm using strawberry what watermelon. I don't know how much I'm supposed to use, but I'm assuming a decent amount. Lastly, fill it up with two hydration packets. Put the cap on and give it a nice shake. The most important part: you have to name your Borg with using the word Borg in it. This is just off the top of my head. I named mine Borgen Wallen, and yes, I do have five-year-old handwriting. Let's try out Borgen Wallen. You can't taste the alcohol. I now see why Borg stands for Black Outrage Gallon, because this is a recipe for blacking out. Be sure to follow me for more drink recipes and reviews. Black Outrage <laughs> Gallon. Yeah, Black Outrage Gallon. It's a mixture gallon. of water, alcohol, sweet flavorings, and some hangover remedy like liquid IV or pedialyte that sounds apparently when you mix mm. water with vodka you cannot taste i mean w with the the additional like uh flavoring you can't taste it so that's why it's so, so when dangerous. we were on keto we used to do something similar to that we would order like a uh, vodka soda or something like that um something with no carbs in it and we would add uh those like drop flavorings the water flavorings yeah, yeah like, he like did. What, what are they called mios and yeah, yeah 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 so we would we would get a bunch of those and at the time there was a lot of companies making different sugar-free variants of of stuff like uh kool-aid made some you know there's a yeah. fruit punch yeah one. they're all making them now yeah, yeah. everyone's making. i them. think the one you said first though that was like kind of the first flavoring that i saw yes that's yeah. like the brand where you know what those those things it's like one of those, like, Oreos. You think of an Oreo, it's like that specific cookie, and but it's just a sandwich cookie is the official, like, thing what it is. It's like a chocolate sandwich cookie. Fun fact, Oreos are vegan. And, fun fact, Oreos are not the original Oreo. Yeah, there was another company. I think we talked about this. Yeah, and they're still, <laughs> they're still around. I've had them, and they taste chocolatier. The original ones? Uh-huh. They sell them at, do you, uh, at Would you fries. say they're better? I want to. 
but that's the hipster in me. Yeah, double stuff, Oreo. <laughs> that come on. There's man. nothing. Nothing could beat like a, like a good, thick Oreo. Mm. I love them sandwich cookies. I know. Actually, my favorite Oreo is the golden ones with a lemon in it. You ever had the lemon filling? Uh, I don't like getting all into the whole like Dude, strawberry you gotta, shortcake you gotta open your like, palate man they it's getting crazy man it's, i already tried like so many different kind and i the mint ones and then this and then that and it's just like what that's are we too doing much for you what do we just get back to oreos dude that's all we need is a, you're a you're a purist i like just uh like the simple and there's nothing like, wrong with that yeah straightforward meats and potatoes like just give me that shit you know i don't need exotic like the Lay's potato chips when they started doing sriracha and like wa- chicken and waffles and like, remember when they were doing all that? Oh yeah, yeah. It's just, it, what are we doing here? Just give me the Lay's. That's it. I just need the regular. I mean, I like, I like, do like the lemon flavored ones and the I sour agree. cream. There's certain products where I'm like, I don't want that fancy ass shit. I just want this. Yeah, I want the. I just want it plain. I want that. I want the same old, same old. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to go crazy with it. Like for like sushis, I mean, I'll eat all types of different types of sushi. Um, but I prefer like fresh sushi. Like Ooh. it doesn't need to have like all these crazy sauces or inventive things. Give me like a rainbow roll. Give me just fresh fish cut on a thing. I don't dip it in soy sauce. No. I had a waitress come to me and she was like, "Oh, you know, you can dip your sushi in soy sauce." And I was like, You're yeah, like, I know. You, know, you can get the hell out of here. I like the <laughs> taste of the fish. And she said, oh, you're weird. And then walked Whoa. away. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? You're not supposed to judge me. Let me eat it like I yeah, like it. You know, that's the way I like it. Yeah, I think there is some like sushi like rules or something where you don't actually dip it in soy sauce or something like that. I think that I think that is a thing. Or something like no, that. No, you are supposed to dip it, but you're not supposed to like smother it. You're supposed to like lightly tap it in. And you and let's talk like not rolls, but because rolls are a whole different fucking. Oh yeah, I like I like sashimi. But yeah. if you do like just like sushi, which is a slice of fish on a little tiny palm of rice, and usually they do it right. There's a little dab of wasabi between the rice ball mm. and the sushi fish on top. And what you do is you take that and you don't dip the rice in soy sauce. You flip that upside down and you dip just the fish lightly in soy sauce. Mm. That's like the the real way you're supposed to eat it. Well, you know, most of that green stuff is not even technically wasabi. No, it's like horseradish. It's garlic and mm. it's a mixture of uh, something else no. too. Yeah, I don't. I don't use wasabi or ginger. I, I think that's you're, you're supposed to like clear your palate with it. But if it's like a a, a legit restaurant that uses like some le- legit wasabi root and stuff, well, I always ask for fresh wasabi. You can get fresh wasabi from most places. They charge you extra, but I like that better because at least I'm kidding. Because actually, apparently the wasabi plant is really hard to grow. Yeah, and the problem is, is that most people don't like it, but they still have to put it there for some reason. It would be like, I don't know. Well, some people do like it. 
But, I watched a video. It like you, it can't it, like it needs to have flowing water or something like that for the for the plant to grow, mm-hmm. and then it cannot have too much water or too little water. It has to be like the right amount of water flowing. So it's like really hard to grow, and there's no way they could grow it for like a whole enough for mass consumption of you, know, you know the amount of sushi that people are actually eating. So yeah, I watched a whole video on it, and I was like, oh yeah, of course that makes sense, dude. That's why the garlic hits your nostrils so hard. You know, garlic is strong. It is, but garlic adds great flavor. To oh, I love garlic, dude. I eat Crystal raw garlic. Takes, like these minced garlic and some other things mixes them up and she'll make like chicken thighs and she'll just throw all that garlic mixture in between the chicken and the skin before she yeah. starts baking it and searing it and uh, oh my god so juicy yeah i like cooked so garlic juicy. but i i, I still Dude, I eat raw garlic now. when i eat dinner i eat at least four to five raw cloves of garlic with my food all right sir i have two bottles here of liquor and these were gifts from a friend's wedding mm. over a year ago. Aged. Aged in, in plastic. To perfection. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want mystery brown or let's mystery just, white? Let's just flip it. If we got a coin or something. No, but I can have Google do it. What do you want? Heads or tails on this? Uh, tails. Tails is, is the white one? Okay. Okay. Hey, Google, flip a coin. Does it make a sound? That's you, my friend. Wait, I thought you're heads and I'm tails. No, you were picking the one you wanted. Oh, I thought we were just doing heads or tails and you were heads and I was tails. So what does that mean? Then you get heads and I get tails. Right? I guess... Or I I guess you won, so you get to pick. I didn't win. so I thought the bottles were heads or tails and you were flipping for which one you wanted. Well, the winner gets to choose. So you get to choose. You want that one? Or this one? Mm. Brown liquid? Or clear liquid? Or clear liquid. Mm. It's not supposed to be that hard. <laughs> it shouldn't be. <laughs> All right, I think I'll do the clear liquid. Or are we are we shotting it out of the bottle, or are you going to pour it into the shot Whatever glass? you prefer. I think I'll probably pour mine, because you know, it gets through this neck of the little bottle, and then yeah, you can't it's, like... It's going to be hard It's going to be like... Gug, 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 gug. I don't want that. What the hell? I can't. Thank you, Jasmine and Selena. Right? That's them. Do you need help, my friend? Yeah, my fingers are not. Okay, there we go. It was slipping off of the top. Just the perfect shot. There you go. Let's see. Are these... Do they just buy them from a company that, that... bottles them or no i think i think they just bought empty bottles made their own label and threw it on there i think so yeah and then just kind of filled it with whatever hmm. Ooh, i think it's the spiced rum, you think it's spiced rum? <laughs> i think it is well you, you tell me what you think and i'll tell you what i think <sighs> yeah i think it's the same one same feeling Excuse me. I don't think it was vodka. But it definitely wasn't tequila. So I'm thinking it might be white rum, like Bacardi or something. That's possible. Mm-hmm. I was definitely spiced rum. You think it was spiced rum? Yeah, 
It, was a, it, probably, it might have even been the same one. <laughs> I know they put labels on it, but they said some of the labels weren't right. So you want to do the Borg? Should we do the Borg with the boys or what? Oh, my God. When do we do that? I don't know. We should pick a day. Borg it up. Shit. That'd be crazy. Dude, I don't drink a lot anymore. I don't either. Not that much. Like, I, I, just, I, just, I do mostly smoking now. Yeah. I mean, I told you the other day, it was like... I want to try it, though. I'm starting to think that I'm smoking too much. Because <laughs> I'm smoking, like, every single fucking day. That sounds like the right amount. <laughs> oh, shit. And I left that pen outside. You can go get it. I think I might. Yeah. I'll be right back in, like, go two seconds. It, don't even Don't even trip. Don't even trip, dog. Go for it, yo. I got this. He's leaving. Now it's just me and you on the podcast, listening to my soothing sounds of my voice. Oh, he's back already. That was quite... I told you it wasn't going to be that long, man. Gotta smoke this thing. Because, yeah, like I was saying, I don't smoke... I smoke... A lot more than I drink now. I feel like we used to drink so much between yeah. me and Crystal. Yeah. Like, we used to drink every weekend. I The height of my drinking was when I wasn't supposed to be drinking. <laughs> now that I think about it, like, I drank way more before 21 than I did after 21. I mean, I had my days, for at, for sure, going to the bars and whatnot and buying liquor and stuff. But I distinctly remember drinking after football games. And getting wasted we'd win a football game there'd be a party i was invited had to go or i wanted to go of course i was already in if you're i mean if you're on the varsity team you're in that's why i always tell like me because in high school or something? yeah like i remember someone asking me like oh were you popular in high school and i was like no i never felt popular but then when i look back i was like oh yeah actually i did hang out with like everybody at parties because I was already invited automatically. You see, I didn't know I was, like, I didn't think I was popular in high school. I hung out with all theater nerds. Yeah. And I was popular, I guess, among my own people. But I didn't think I was popular amongst the school. Now, my junior year <laughs> of school, I, uh, I was on independent studies. So I only had to go to school, like, once a week. And that was just to turn in work and shit. Really? You only went once a week? Your mm-hmm. senior year? Yeah, senior year, once a week. And it wasn't even like, oh, I'm at the school all day. It was like 30 minutes, maybe an hour if I had to take tests. I knew some guys that only did half days. And I remember thinking, oh, that would be so awesome. At the time, I was like, oh, I wish I could do that. But then I look back now and I'm like, you know what? I, I, I'm glad I got to spend my last year there because that was it. I was never, you're never going to do this ever again. Like, I'm never going to be That's part true. of the varsity team ever again. I'm never going to be uh, hanging out in this weight room unless I'm a coach or something, which I'll never do. Um, I'm never, I'm never going to be back here unless, you know, I have a son or something that's in right. in sports. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I, when I look back and I'm like, I'm glad I absorbed all of my, uh, my last time there because uh, it was fun. It was fun times. You see, I graduated early. I graduated in December. You're an overachiever, man. Well, it's because when you're in independent studies, you can just finish your work quicker. Yeah. So it's you, not, you like doing that? It's not to the to. Well, it was easier, too. You thought it was easier? It was way easier because 
you didn't have to work. Like school always came easy to me. Yeah, it wasn't. You never really I was just had one of those study. kids that never really had to study, which is probably like the worst thing. Um, it is because like I tend to always be like, yeah, I'll get that done. That's no problem. And then yeah. I'm like time crunched. I did that a lot. Like it's still too. not things aren't too difficult to me in that realm, but it's like it's a time crunch now. Now I have to work extra hard to get it done on time and shit. So, um, but I finished school in December of the year, you know, the school year that I was supposed to graduate my senior year. Yeah. And so, but I didn't really feel the need to walk with my classmates, but my mom made me. She's like, you have to. You didn't even want to walk with your... I didn't want to walk. And see, my older brother, he didn't even finish high school. That's what happens when you spend your last year just (laughs) turning assignments I felt disconnected, you know. I only went to the school to do theater. You were totally disconnected. And I, I was I was disconnected from it all. But I uh I did end up going and walking. I got a gown, got a cap, I paid, And you look back paid and for you, all that you're shit. glad you did it, right? Yeah. Bro yeah. I did so much in theater, I don't know if I told you this, but like I, I varsityed in theater my freshman year. Like I, I you could do that in yeah. school. And I lettered my and, freshman year and I was uh by the time I was a junior I had already lettered four years of theater. Like, until you just said that, I didn't even know you could varsity in theater. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. So I'll show you my my jacket, too. You know what? It's what do, right there. Let me just grab it. What do you have? Like, do you have, like, the... the? He has, like, the um the sad face, uh, happy face, um, patch on his arm. Okay, you got the Jaramillo? Yeah. Did I say it correctly? I got the Jaramillo. Um, so one thing you could do, why, in why theater, did you have your, your jacket so readily available? That was sitting so in the closet, bro. Okay. So yeah, right, you, you so do I have my patch with my three bars. So this is the patch is like one year. Yeah. And then every bar, uh, I have my, my year here, class of 2009. Yeah. Yeah. The theater patch. Cause that's what the I cry uh-huh. and laugh. Right now on this arm. Oh, it's cry, laugh every time. So the cry and the laugh, it says drama and comedy. And then there's a, there's a, it's like a, a national, an international club called the uh, International Thespian Society. Yeah. And you join it by completing like a hundred hours worth of, of theater stuff. And then every. Is it just working on it? Like set building and like, or is it just actual Set building, participating in shows, being like a lead in in a, in a role pretty much like they they you could do it in points or hours so if you spend like x amount of hours um in theater yeah or competitions theater competitions we go to universities and compete and stuff or even just uh experiencing theater so like going to a show yeah and like sitting through like a professional musical or did you so something wait, like that did you do musicals did you dance and everything yeah so you would be like gliding across. Sometimes you would, you would sing depends. the song. I usually didn't do a lot of the musicals, but I did some. Like we did Pirates of Penzance, and I was like a a, a, a police officer. Oh, police officer. Yeah, I don't Get know if you've ever seen kids. it, but it, uh, there's there's like a dance. The, the police officers are like comedic relief in that one. Did you twirl your baton? <laughs> yes, I think we did, and then I had to tap around and like tap shoes. Oh, you did tap too? Did you yeah, have to that's take? Kind of. Did you have to take like a tap dance class? No. So you just winged we it. We rehearsed it. Like yeah. of course we we 
there's choreography when you follow the choreography and shit. But the uh, the Thespian Society. So after you get like 600 hours equivalent of theater, then you become an honor thespian. Mm. Another 600, that's national 12, honor thespian. So 1,200 is national. Yes. And then another 600 from that, you're international honor thespian. 1,800 hours? Yes. And then you could be voted... Um, galactic best honors? thespian in your class. Is there like a galactic thespian? Like you get like I don't think it goes higher than that. <laughs> you so get like twenty four hundred. This hours. is my patch for coming into the honor thes- or the the thespian society. Slightly smaller than the next one. The honor thespian. S- bigger. The national honor thespian. Same size, but more colorful. The international honor thespian. Same design as the national. And then the best thespian. So you were voted best thespian, and doesn't have a year though. No, what? it's 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 my graduating year. Oh, okay, so you, you would you would have to be a senior to get that. Yes, okay. it's only awarded to seniors. Okay, so you were you voted, or was it just a teacher picked, or did everybody get in the class, or how did um, that work? They voted two. Oh, so you were one out of two. One out of two for my graduating oh, class. That's how and many? They did one one man and and one female. So so yeah, you were a hundred hundred percent of the men. You yeah. beat all the guys out. I mean, I wasn't 100% of the male pop- population, but... <laughs> how many dudes out of how many dudes? In my graduating class? Yeah. Shit. How many thespians did you beat out for this? Were they jealous? Uh, that were eligible? Because yeah. you had to be um, that high. Like, you had to be international. Oh, uh, so that does cut down the... Yes. Okay, okay. And that's why only seniors can really achieve it. So was it, like, 1 out of 10 or something? Or, like, 1 out of 15? Or? I think it was closer to 15, yeah. So those are small, Well, no, select. by the time you had... It was probably closer to, like, 10. That actually had all the awards to get it. Mm-hmm. 10 of us total. So then, 1 out of 10, that's not bad. No. What did the other guy... Was it close? Was it neck and neck? Like, you didn't know if you were going to get it? Because, like... I don't think so. Jonathan was, like, killing it or something? No way, no. No? You were... Everybody just knew. Bro. I have... (laughs) I have an entire bucket in that closet filled with different type of awards that were given to me. Because we would have award ceremonies at the school every year. And you for, just for killed all it, the productions. I always got a fucking so award every time. They're yes. like Steven. and then yes. you just come up. You're like, yeah, uh-huh. I just want to thank everybody. I have uh, awards in there from different uh, competitions that we did too. Yeah, like um, so you're just killing the game. Yeah, like we would go and compete against different high schools. What? You yeah, had theater offs. Just like you would have like sporting events where you would what like have fuck? playoffs and shit. We would do that. You would go to like how do you theater uh, like off, Cal Poly Technical, um, Cal Poly Tech. They yeah. would hold a, a theater competitions and they would do like different. Um, one of them that they did was a lot of theater competitions are for actors, right? Yeah. But they did one that was called the Tech Olympics which is for the technical side of theater. And that includes Build sound, set. lighting, set building, props, okay. that kind of stuff, costuming. I was a costumer. Oh, you did costume on the side too? Yes. If oh, I was shit. not on stage, I did whatever I could. You were a seamstress. So, yeah, I was a seamster. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a version of that. It was funny because like, the costumers were mainly all women. I was the first male costumer in the dude, school. Dude, what are you doing, man? Why, <laughs> why are you doing all this stuff, dude? Because like if I wasn't on stage, you network, right? So it's like if I can't be in this show, I'm gonna do something for this show. Why? Because you had to. No. So no. 
Look, oh, you mean you know it's because of the limited amount of people? Everybody no, kind of had. There to was do? not a limit on people. Like people would go audition for the show, and they're just like, "Sorry, but we have everyone we need. Better luck next time." So some of those people would costume design or set build, right? No, they that it was filled. Oh, that was already filled. Yes. So you're holding two jobs when somebody else could have been doing it. I man, you know, they picked the best of the best. Dude, what are you doing? So, man? so for example, let's say I, uh, there was okay. a show oh, and I on. auditioned for it. Real quick, this you're the equivalent of playing both sides of, of football, offense and defense. You were going both ways. Yes, that's you what could. we call it. You could, you, you, you could do that. Like, so they would ask you. They would say, like, look, if you don't get the part because it's limited parts. Yeah. Would you be willing to do something on the tech side? And if oh, you so did, they ask you. Do you have a preference? And this is what you fill out in your in your um, resume. Yeah, you had to create like uh, a headshot and, and all that stuff. Like they took it real seriously in my school. Yeah. So well, it sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. So you would fill out your application to audition, and that was one of the questions. Like, are you willing to do this? Are you okay with the? Because there was a cost to be in the show too. There was like fees and dues. Like I think it was like. $35 or something to participate in the show okay. or like 50 Yeah, I mean, I get that because all the supplies you yeah. need and everything. Yeah. You know, and then we sold tickets and So and you all make that. some money from and that, And we had too. concessions and we would sell flowers and, you know, kids would, would get flowers from their How many parents. shows are you guys doing over the weekend? It wasn't over the weekend. We oh, during the week? Th- oh, God. Three or four major shows a oh, year. A year. And one of the reasons I That's had... It? One of the reasons I had to be part of those were those were all school incorporated shows like the big ones where and i'm saying this because there is a a tier of class so there's theater year one theater year two and then there's a third class that you have to audition for and that is called production and performance and you can only be in production and performance if you were already have taken theater one and two. Yeah. But they made exceptions. If your audition was, was well enough, then you would go like, there was only like 10 to 15 people in this class. Yeah. It was very small, but one of the conditions of being in this class is that you, your grade was dependent on you being participating in every single after school production. But we also had class productions. So, Theater one and two had class productions. Yeah. Production and performance had class productions. And there was also other like club productions and stuff like that too. So if I was not on stage, I made sure I did something else. Yeah. So the first show I did costuming for was a uh, show based off the princess and the pea called Once Upon a Mattress. Hold on, hold on. Back up real quick though. Mm-hmm. So you're given options. To pick something else other than do your parts, right? Yes, you can. You can pick preferences. So what, what are the preference options? So anything backstage. There's props. There's costuming. There's lighting. There's sound. There's set building. Uh, set building. Okay, that's five. Then there's like key components. Like you can actually. Um, Is there a screenwriting? No, because okay. the script's already purchased and ready for okay i guess that's but there's a director student directors oh so you need directors that's number seven yes there's student directors there's stage managers managers um, there's stage hands people stage hand what does a stage hand do they do like they're pretty much assistant to the stage manager so like let's say assistant to the regional manager okay yeah 
pretty much. Okay. Like they manage different things around. Um, there's also uh, God. What was where was I? So we. What about like ropes and stuff like pulley systems? Who's that? The stagehands would help with that stuff. Okay. Like as far as if it was the, the sets curtains. that needed to be on pulleys, okay. the set team would handle it. But if it was like curtains, stagehands would do that. How about the dudes that like push all the stuff on stage? Those are the sets. Set, set yes. hands. And then their props. Props would work closely with sets, but those are like the smaller things. You know, if 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 an actor needs to like uh, hold like a a cup or something, like that's a prop, and that's yeah. that's like categorized. This is their prop. We need to make sure we put it on that table at this cue point. So they get the stuff ready mm-hmm. for. There's well, a lot going on backstage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can imagine. We uh, so we, basically nine options. There's one other thing I'm missing here, and I, I just keep going. There's that... a front house, front of house. So they would be charge of like make sure that the ticket sales, okay. um, concession stands, people sign up for ushers. That? Ushers is that separate from what you just said? Yeah, the ushers were usually volunteers. Okay. So people would volunteer, or they would also be part of front of house. Is there a cleanup crew? Um. Pretty much everybody. That was pretty much front of house and ushers. They would they would take care of the lobby and the the seating areas. Okay. And then um oh depending on the show sometimes you have foley's. Do you know what a foley the fuck is? is? a foley. Foley's they make sound effects out of real items. So we had a oh, we did a, the, a the, darker version of like a Christmas Carol, and so we needed a lightning. So you would have a foley with a big aluminum sheet yeah. going like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And yeah. it would create like I was thunder. Thinking, I was thinking of the horse. <laughs> yes, like the horse with coconuts. Yeah. Those are follies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So normally sound would take care of those effects, but in certain shows, did you have music too? Follies. Yeah, but that's sound department. Oh, so that's just encompassing. Yeah. I, I've worked sound. I've worked technical manager who's in charge of sound and lighting. Yeah, because they have to cue the lighting, right? Uh, yes, you different... have to program the lighting. You have to program the sound. Uh, there's sound patch console. Like I rewired the entire school's like sound system because <laughs> because no one knew how to use it. Why did you know how to use it though? Because I taught myself. Because no one knew how to fucking use it. So you, did you start looking up manuals or reading like books or what did you do to figure this out? I just fucking played with shit. There's like a patch console. And I labeled every single one by just plugging them in, going to certain spots on the stage with like a speaker in hand and plugging it in and seeing if anything played. No. Anything play here? No. Oh, anything man. play here? No. This doesn't exist on the stage. And then I learned, wait a minute. They've patched not only video, but audio into three classrooms that are connected to the stage. The band room, the choir room, and the theater room, you which is also a green room. Because I noticed it in the theater room, and I was like, well, it's not here. Let me just walk into the other rooms from the stage. And you just start walking around. And I start plugging it in. I'm like, oh, shit, this is a thing. So then what I started doing was like, look, if we're going to record the show and sell the tapes of the show to yeah. like parents and shit, then I can actually live feed what's going from that camcorder into the, the classrooms. I could yeah. patch them in. So now we were able not only to listen to what was going on stage in the green room, in the classroom, but we were also able to see it live, oh, which was like a fucking game changer for people. And they're like, what? You can do that? And I was like, yeah, because it's already wired. You just have but to know who, which ones to plug in. Who did this and didn't label anything? So the school was originally built as a charter school in like 2005, 2001 or something. 
Yeah, 2001. Oh, it was a whole different regime. Yes, it was a charter school, and the theater was supposed to be big. Like, it was huge. Yeah. And they even had an entire room for set building that was, like, two stories tall. Whoa, but it, it didn't have a second story, like, so that you can put large tents or sets in there. Yeah. And it had, like, rolling garage doors that were the same height, so you can roll things in and out yeah. straight to the stage. The stage was a dual stage, so it had the front of house stage, and then it had a back outdoor stage that led into like the the table area where people would eat at lunch and shit so we could host like and we've done dinner shows there so we could do an entire production backwards pretty much if you're looking at the stage it has two what's called aprons which is that front round part of the stage in front of the curtains um so yeah but the parents in the area complained that this brand new school was going to be a charter school and so they petitioned the local government to adopt the school into the school district. Mm. And so it became a public school. So do those people that built it got fucked? No, because they still use the, the same contractors. But they changed shit. No, but I'm saying not the people that built it, but I'm saying the people that um, were planning on it being a charter. Like there was probably a whole... I think the city or something was, was going to sell it. As a charter. Oh, so they started it then? Yeah. So they built that shit, but then they didn't label nothing? So, because all of that stuff was already purchased, so they had to follow closely to the blueprints. They can make, like, certain changes, but, like, since yeah. all of that stuff was already supposed to be there, it got there. How did you find out about all this history? The teacher. Oh, they told you? Yeah. Like, by the time I went to school, it had only been open for, like, 10 years. So you knew when it popped up? You were in the area already, or? Well, I lived in the area, so I went to that school. Like, I had a choice between two schools. Oh, you had a choice? Yes. So you went to, like, the local elementaries or whatever, and then did, the you, local so junior did high. you see it popping up? You're like, hey, this is a new school. No. No, you never knew it was there? No, my brother went there, so I was going there. It was because I fell within the district line, but I was so close to another school as well that if I wanted to, I could just apply at the, the other. Yeah, um, high school. Yeah. The other high school you, in the town. You never thought that was an option because your brother already went I thought there. about it. Oh, you did? I did because I had a friend that was going there for acting. Like they, and they supposedly thought it was better? had a good program. And I I meant to like decide not to go to this school, but I ended up just yeah. going to it. Wait, but why did you start acting in the first place? Why did you why was that even I started the... acting in third grade, bro? All right. Yeah, you didn't you I never told me any of this. My first role was flower number five and I killed it. <laughs> So this was a school play, and you're like, I think this it wasn't is even what... a school play; it was a class play. <laughs> okay, so the class <laughs> like parents was... would come to the classroom and watch us perform in front of the classroom. And you were a sunflower. I was flower number five. I had like one line. What did you say? Do you? Remember? I don't know. It was fucking third grade. <laughs> what do you think? But it was? I I fell in love with acting then. And then the next so time they did something, they gave me like so a, a the energy role. the energy you got from that. You're like, yeah, I can... yes. This is it. Yes. This is what I'm doing. That's what I know I, I can do. I do it well. I'm so you just naturally were like, yeah, right. give me the microphone. Yes. I'm going to kill this. Exactly. And That's so interesting. I did it in junior high. Uh, moved on to high school. So wait, 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 hold on. Back up. You, mm-hmm. So you guys did one play and then you guys did another play in the same grade or not until next grade. For high school? 
No, no, no. I'm talking about third grade. Third grade, we did, did two. The, we did, did two and third You did grade. one, and then you're like, yeah. And then yes. so the next one came up, and did you go I had for the, the lead? lead? They just gave it to me. The teacher didn't have us audition. She assigned it to us. And how, why did she pick you? it was a class you? thing. Because I was the fucking best, bro. You picked the goat. But why were you the best? You Because I was just naturally good. You just like, you would read the lines and just blurt it out like you Looking had it. Looking back at it and talking with like my mom about it, I always loved to play make-believe as a kid. So you would invent these little like I would invent storylines and characters and I would Dude, play like, okay. like stuff like that. Why all aren't the time. you doing this right now? What are you doing? That's a whole fucking other story. That, that no, you need we don't even have time for. <laughs> you need to go back to to the roots, man. This is because I feel like the purest time is when you're a kid. You know what you're gonna do. Well, that's why I built that the recording studio. I've gone in there a couple times. But no, but I, booth not to, even like, just that because you, you have, like you said, you would come up with these these like ideas, these adventures, right? I have the same kind of mind. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I always enjoyed watching like stuff like like Rugrats was my favorite show as a kid. And one of the things is, is that those kids, they have like imagination. They see the, they'll be, you know, yeah. walking down a basement, but to them, it's like a fucking cave. And, and you you know, there's like a pile that. of mattresses that are, are pillows that are falling in the basement and to them. It's like rocks and shit. So you see it from their eyes if you've never seen Rugrats, but that's the kind of like imagination I loved. I loved playing with that. I would I would have my fucking action figures and there would be whole like storylines and shit that oh, they yeah, would yeah, they yeah, would yeah. do but I like got into it. So in 3rd grade when they were like this is class play you're going to play this and I'm like wait. This is a thing we get to do like we get to play make believe in front of people. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to play make believe. Yeah. So yeah, and then by the time like they gave me the lead, I was concerned cuz I was like that's a lot of lines and I remember being in 3rd grade telling a teacher like I was supposed to stand at this podium. Maybe I could just have the script there. She's like, nope. Ooh. I was like, but I don't know if I can remember all these. What did she say? She said, you'll, you'll, you will. She said, get your shit together, Steve. And sure enough, I did. Yeah. I did. And, and I remembered it's everything. It's that pressure, dude. And there was probably like fucking 10 lines because it's third fucking grade. But the point is, I remembered it and I was very fucking proud of myself. I remember feeling proud of myself. And knowing that's something I could do. The next time I had an opportunity was a talent show in sixth grade. Well, pressure makes diamonds, dude. Mm-hmm. They put the pressure on you, and you're like, I got to rise to the occasion, buddy. You know? And you were then, feeling it. And then it was junior high school. That's but when I, I started I remember, dominating. Just to go back real quick. I remember being like that, too. Like, I would read books, and I would just, like, picture it. I'm like, whoa. I feel like yes. I'm there right now in the forest, you know, looking for. I would for... see things on TV, and I'd be like, that's what I want to do. I want to play power rangers you know we had power ranger costumes i was like this is the storyline where this is what we're gonna do and all my siblings were dressed in their power rangers this is the monster we're fighting like there's like a romance scene in there you know i would have my ninja turtles and i'd be like all right dude and you, you gotta save this dude and like you know and then they would come on the bad guys exactly. would come in and then like i would have my ninja turtle uh, dude like... i still do that you know, that fucking <laughs> x-wing lego shit the moment I finished building it, I was flying it around the house. I was like, pew, and I shoot the little missile, like, pew, pew, and then I'd, I'd do little dodges, and I'd have it go through the railings and the stairs, like, all sideways and shit, like, it wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. 
I love playing with the fucking shit. That's what I'm saying, dude. When, like, I, when I have kids, that's like going to be my favorite part was, is going to be playtime. I'm going to be like, hell yeah, look, look we're going to play with this. Oh, okay. That's not the way I do it, but fuck it. Let's do it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you want to explore what they're thinking. Yeah. And it is interesting to see from their point of view, like, oh, I see how you see the world. And I remember seeing the world like that. Like, I used to see the world like that. I get it. Sometimes that can kind yeah. of, sometimes that could recenter you. That could be like, you know what, man? You know what? I remember this. I remember going through that. Like when you're trying to help them through certain things. So that's why I say like, dude, this is like the most natural thing that you do. Why wouldn't you do more of the thing that doesn't right? even feel like work? Right? If you had to, Look, to do a man, play right now. There's a whole fucking story for it. And, and, and recently I did tell crystal said no you, know you still can that's no, what no, I'm no, saying. no 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 yeah. i don't want i want to hear i want to i want to say this very specific thing like there's i could talk about all the different reasons how my life ended up where i'm at right now it, it, it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't really. the point is is this still on good i don't know take a big one dude you need a big one i'm gonna cough like fucking crazy that's okay dude you you are like on 100 miles an hour dude right now this is like <laughs> i have talked about something it's all the fucking rum in me no, it's not just the <laughs> rum, though. This is like, I talked about a subject, and your brain... It's passion. ...is went into a whole nother level. You've never been <laughs> more talkative about any subject that we've ever talked about until I started talking about acting. You literally ran out of the room to go get your Letterman jacket to show me. Like... Dude, you, it wasn't even a question. You were like, do you want me to get it? And I didn't even answer. You just <laughs> I'm going to get it. Oh, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. That's what you told yeah. me right now. I want I want to say this one thing, though. Um, maybe I'm just, this, maybe I'm this just... will help me stay true to what I've agreed to. But I did tell Crystal recently. Yeah. I was high. But I think I really meant it. Um, I told her, I was like, you know what? I've not given myself time to like get into that recording booth and find projects yeah, to audition yeah, for yeah. and stuff. And I feel like it's been so long since I've done that with the wedding, with work, with, with just this podcast life, life in yeah. fucking general. It's Although hard. does it feel cool or does it feel better to be talking on a microphone though? Doesn't that feel? Yeah, I like it. Doesn't it bring you back to more but of a creative I side? I feel that I have needed a push to do things. Yeah. I need to hold myself accountable. Like yeah. I've not get I, I get I start to get scared that maybe I'm not I can't do this anymore. You just gotta remember, dude. It's like riding a bike, man. Exactly. So I told yeah. Crystal, I said, What I wanna do is I want to Yeah, I'm Steven from third grade fucking flower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Number <laughs> that, five. That, that kid was a fucking killer. You're like <laughs> You know? Like, dude, that was a stone cold killer, dude. His teacher gave him lines, and he was like, fuck that, I'm doing it. And then he did it and killed it. And then they were like, hey, Steven, you want to be the lead? You're like, duh. <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask, duh. You, dude, think about, like, like the guts no, to you're, do you're, all that. No, you're totally fucking right. And that's what I, I told myself is after this wedding's done. You got to go back. What yeah. I'm having Crystal do is she's going to pick a monologue for me to do, and I'm going to perform it for her yeah. every week. Dude, that's perfect. Dude. Every Start. week. I'm yeah. going to do that because I feel like I need not only It'll be fun. to have that structured responsibility, but I feel like I need to do something to just to, you know, 
I mean, if you if you used to play basketball in college, it's fine. high school, yeah. and you stop, and then you start you playing need, again. You need to to do the warm up. You need to to get in there. Some things are going to be rusty, and I don't want to be too rusty. You know? Yeah. Fucking no. Do it. Acting. Yeah. I've always told myself it's this as like an excuse, yeah. but. For every moment in my life that is taking me farther away from passion, I told myself acting is something I can do at any age. It is, but it's also <coughs> it's an art. It is an art. And you can get better. And I can get yeah. better. And I probably got worse, but, but I can try to figure that you out. You can again. get back to your level. Yes. And then from there, that's when you'll improve and then with time and with maturity and you know life events if you think about you can channel things more now being through so many things in your life you can and that's totally true you can pull from there's way too much fucking content to discuss here but (laughs) why are you thinking about that i'm thinking about Uh, that because what how much time how much time we're in an hour and 12 minutes that's good we can get into part two we could do a part two of this yeah we can we can go through an entire well i'll just tell my whole fucking story you can do i don't mind it yeah so this has been digital cortex (laughs) i like that i like that. my name is steven (laughs) that's random styles uh we hope you have a good night tune in next week part two bitches later